0: From the heart of the mid-Ohio Valley, this is the Bobcast MOV with Rick and Bob. Now here are your hosts, Bob Mercer and Rick Sawyer. It's me right?
1: It was a tough fight, Ma, but we won. Hold on. What are we holding on for?
0: Right here. That's better. How about that?
1: Okay, there you go. We had two of you there for a minute.
0: Well, because I screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine
1: that. Was this well, the amateur
0: hour or what? W W T H, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are.
1: Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. We're here.
0: Yeah, we're here, finally. What happened was is that uh, somewhere along the line, it wouldn't let us go live. And, well, we definitely got to be live. So anyway. Oh, yeah. Rick, don't go away. I'm going to grab something here. There we go. I'm right here. I had to pull up the, I had to pull up the script. In the so anyway, everybody, <laughs> good evening. Okay. You're, you're having too much fun with us. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the building all day. Yes. I love it when they clap for me. (laughs) So anyway, welcome to the Bobcast Movie with Rick and Bob. I'm your host, Rick. Bob Mercer. (laughs) I'm going back to bed. With me as always,
1: your host, Rick Sawyer. You said that. (laughs) Quit doing that. How you doing, Rick? I'm doing great.
0: (laughs) Well, here we go. You know, as always,
1: Rick and I I try to do...
0: Probably after tonight, we'll probably need more than that. We'll probably need passports.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Because, you know, Rick and I always try to look for the very best at what's going on in our Middle High Valley and elsewhere throughout this great country we live in. But tonight, we're going to kind of step into it big time. And um, we're going to talk about things that some of you may find controversial. Some of you may say, you know what? Them guys, you're right, and I hope that's what you say, because we're not going to say anything that's not facts. We're not going to make something up. We're not going to pretend. But anyway, this week we depart from the bit of our original intent and cast a spotlight MOB on the Constitution of the United States of America. Three very important words on the top. We, the people. Not them, the politicians. We, the people and we're going to be discussing that and we're going to be discussing the invasion of America. A lot of you know what's going on with that and we're going to throw open the chat lines just text us something good bad or otherwise we could take it any way you want it. If you got something bad to say, jump on it. We'll we'll discuss it. We're not judging. We're going to talk to we're going to talk to you like we got some common sense. Um, if you don't like it, Sorry, it's just the way it's going to be. So, anyway, let's get started here. First off, first things first anything going on in your world, Rick, that you need to discuss? And nice, Today, uh, today's Mother's Day. Today's Mother's Day. Today's the day set aside every year to honor one of the most amazing people in our lives, our moms. Um, we honor them every day, obviously, but this day is a special day for them. Up on the left hand side over my head, is my mom, Linda Ruddleston. Mom's been gone, believe it or not, nine years in February. Um, Miss her every day. Love that woman. Uh, I'm going to say happy Mother's Day to her, my mother-in-law, who was also passed, Bruce Schwabe, my wife Amanda, my daughters Jessica and Erica, my sisters, my nieces, my cousins. Happy Mother's Day to all you wonderful people. Love you very much. Over on top of
1: Rick is Rick's mom. Madeline. Originally Madeline Flynn, then Madeline Sawyer. Pastor's wife for about 40 years. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to,
0: you know, I, I know once a year, like you said, we we honor our moms, but, you know, we kind of do it every day, you know, with their memories and Um, Somebody will say something, and it'll automatically switch over to something that you can remember your mom saying, or something that made you laugh, or stuff like that. But you know, i've been I've been pretty fortunate, Rick, and I know you have too, probably. But we, uh, I've had some pretty amazing people in my life. My aunts, my grand, my grandmother, my aunts are amazing people. Uh, Sisters, daughters, wife amazing people granddaughters I you know and I'm sure you have too you know as far oh, as yeah. oh yeah and it just makes it, it it makes every day worth waking up to and you know I get to work with some of the greatest people too um, they're all moms and I, I'm just tickled to death to know all these people and you know tickled to death to be you know part of everybody's life and um, best part about it being a dad you know being a dad to these my daughters and being a papal to my granddaughters and husband to that woman that one woman she beats me pretty regular you believe that right rick
1: i believe
0: okay all right anyway but happy mother's day everybody throughout the united states all you moms um Believe it or not, Rick, I've been wished Happy Mother's Day several times today.
1: <laughs> okay, let's not go there.
0: We'll move along rather, rather smoothly. We will As get out of that so one. Wrong. All right. So anyway,
1: <laughs> but anyway,
0: so Wood County Sheriff's Department needing deputies. Get down, and talk to Mister Rick Widger, the Sheriff. There's the. Um, there's the qualifications on the board. There, they're also on our website, bobcats.net, under um,
1: under the jobs
0: job set, yeah. jobs tab. one there, we have several listed. Uh, upcoming events we have listed. We have you know several upcoming events. Everybody knows uh, the main site spot clinics. will be Friday, May nineteenth, eight a.m. to twelve. Uh, excuse me, I had some anti anti ice sweep. Yeah, that works.
1: Yeah, must be must be something in it.
0: Anyway, there's the there's the cost for the spot clinic for your canine or your feline or your main line, whichever the case may be. And there they are again. Then, these will be on our webpage, podcast.net.
1: And here's so, one. that was a late entry. I didn't get it up on our. Oh, time. oh, yeah,
0: oh, 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 oh. That's okay though because that one's i was going to. This
1: one's important. All
0: right, Tuesday. May 16th, day after tomorrow, at 6 o'clock to 7.30 at the City Park Pavilion, the City of Parkersburg will be holding a public forum to discuss plans regarding the new Parkersburg Activity and Recreation Center that's going to be built where the pavilion is now. Um, We discussed that once before on one of the shows, uh, that we'll have pictures, take questions, questions, If you have any thoughts about it, text me, you know, call me as a city councilman. Let me just toss
1: something out here, Bob.
0: Go right ahead, sir.
1: If you're interested in any way about whether you want this or whether you don't want this, come to the meeting, express your views, don't hide behind Facebook and, and post nasty grams about the city government. Don't do it. Come down and say your mind. Exactly.
0: Exactly right. Because that's exactly what happens. People get on there and we don't see them, and then they come on there. I can't believe that evil city council did this. I'm sorry, you know, it's put out there enough to where we people have plenty of time. And this is going to be a very important thing because it's kind of split a little bit because some people want the new the old pavilion left and some people want it torn down and, and built. I can understand both sides.
1: Yeah, it's to the point now. It's been there for so long, it probably would take more to repair it and, and get it in good condition than it is to tear it down and build a whole new one.
0: Exactly, exactly. And the new one's going to be a two-story. It's going to be bigger. It's going to have a 4,000-seat amphitheater inside for uh, music, uh, plays, different things like that. It's going to have a big uh, open gallery place that's going to hold up to 2,500 people. And... Uh, and uh, it's, you know, then it's going to have places. That place is going to, you know, have garage doors where they can bring in cars for car shows, boat shows, RV shows. Um, and uh, so just like Rick said, come down. I had a lady this morning and say, well, what makes the difference? They don't listen anyway. Yes, we do. It's just that or we wouldn't have it. We want to know what's on your mind. And it may or may not. I mean, some of you who follow city council know that I ask them about keeping that provision and building on to it and adding some because I can understand this, the nostalgia behind it. I mean, some people's like I had my first date there, went to my first dance there. Uh, we had a birthday party there or whatever. I can understand that. and I get it. And so I said, you know, what? so I'm on the committee to make the changes. The mayor asked that I be on the committee, and that's what I'm going to do. So come to the meeting Tuesday, 6 to 7.30, Harderburg City Park Pavilion, and we will talk about it. Also, I want to pass on real quick. A lot of you have brought to my attention that you're not happy with Camden Avenue where they're putting in new pipe. We had a meeting Tuesday with the director of pub, Mr. Bennett, very nice guy. Very nice guy. Don't have a bad thing to say about this guy. Uh, Mr. Bennett's a very nice guy, and we talked about it, and he said projection to be done is the end of July. That's with, I believe, the whole project, which is massive. I did not realize it was that massive, but it's a pretty good-sized project replacing dilapidated pipes. Um, We discussed it. We still had some issues with the uh, flooding, which suddenly came back up by sonic. And he explained that to me, which I'm not going to get into anything like that because I don't want to say something out of school that isn't correct and upset somebody because I'm just not going to do it. But so we're working on that. But bear with them. I know that the road is crappy. I do know that. I understand it. I drive it every day. But at the same time, they're trying the best they can. And so I'm, I was quite happy with most of his answers the other night. And some of you who were there understood that because what I was told, some of the things I was told, but it's all, it's all water under the bridge. And I think, it'll, I think once we're done and they get it paved up and get it smoothed out, I think we're going to be okay. But at the same time, I want everybody to understand that if you see flooding, take pictures of it, send it to your council person. That's what, that's how I'm getting it. I'm getting it from people taking pictures and sending it back to me, wherever it may be. And don't be afraid. You know, some people are like, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to bother anybody. That's what we're here for. That's why they pay us to, that's why they pay us. And <laughs> I yeah. saw your paycheck, mister. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I wanted to bring that up and I wanted to make sure that everybody understood that. that by the end of July is when they're looking for complete. They had to go back in and fix some pipes. They had a couple of lines bust up the road by um, Speedway. They had a main line break, so that caused some flooding. So just bear with them. If you have any problems, please call me or call your counselor, whoever your council person is. Call them, talk to them, and they'll explain to you down to city council meetings every Tuesday. Every other Tuesday night at 7:30, come down see us. Come down tell us what's on your mind. We don't know what's on your mind unless you tell us what's on your mind. And then when we go back and do something, it's like, why'd you do that for? Well, because nobody said anything when we put it out there to do it. And so, you know, we we work for you guys. You guys don't work for us. And we may not. I mean, if you tell us. Something you know, if it's not done, and I'm one of nine. You know, I don't. It's not the Bob Show. At least I try for it not to do, but you know, so anyway. All right, I gotta gotta give a shout out to um, the graduates this year. Sunday, the twenty <laughs> first. Williamstown High School graduates at 3 p.m. Parsonsburg High School graduates Monday the 22nd at 7 p.m. Parkersburg South High School graduates the 23rd at 7 p.m. And so, you know, these kids these kids deserve this. These kids worked hard 12 long years of school. These kids have worked towards this, and so they deserve it. Um... Tomorrow night is my granddaughter Riley's final band concert at Carterburg South High School. Uh, we're having a um, we're having her party, I believe, on Wednesday or Thursday. Friday she's doing the final walkthrough of Martin School and Blennerhassett Middle School. All the seniors that went to these schools are going to do one last walkthrough of the schools with their. Capping and you know, kind of a farewell. It's kind of bittersweet um, that that this is happening, but it's all part of life. We all have to go through it. But you know, here it is. We talked last with Sheridan's last Wednesday's to party. Thank you, Amanda. Um, but you know, Sheridan's going to be a senior at WVU this year. Her Fiance, my future grandson Austin, just graduated today from WBU with a uh, bachelor's degree in law. Now they're waiting on the acceptance to law school, where he's going to be a lawyer. And I'm I'm so proud of Austin. Austin's Austin's a fine young man, and uh, he, he he walked with honors today uh, because he he just he's sharp as a tack and. You know, we we love Austin, and we tell him that quite a lot. Uh, we love our girls. Riley starts in August. Wow. Speaking of Riley, I must go on and tell you guys, and I told you, Rick, a little bit ago, my granddaughter Riley went to Ravenswood yesterday to compete in Miss Majorette for the state of West Virginia. There was several people there. Amanda and I went down there for two and a half hours, I think it was. And Riley walked away with several first places, second places, third place, and a fourth place. But most of all, Riley won Miss Majorette for West Virginia from 16 and up. And my great-niece, Abigail Farah, she won... 13 to 15, Miss Major at West Virginia. Super proud of both of them girls. An amazing accomplishment. They did great. There was people from all over the place there. Same thing, right, the Beginner 16, okay. 16 and Good for them. So congratulations to the girls. Good job, good job to everybody. All the yo-yos. you know what was cool, Rick, and kind of off a little bit. Riley teaches the littles, That's what they call them, the littles. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, Amanda and I were, and these little girls were walking by, and they, they grabbed a hold of Riley and hugged her as they walked by. And it was just amazing. And they were there from 7 o'clock yesterday morning, Rick. Eric and Riley got home at 2.30 this morning. Oh my word! From Ravenswood.
1: That's a long program.
0: These little girls—they have a picture of Riley. They sent a picture of Riley uh, holding on to one of the little girls to put her to sleep. There was another, Aww. another one of her little dear friends laying, laying with her head on her shoulder. Just, just an awesome picture.
1: That's cool. That is really cool.
0: And, um, but anyway, um, congratulations to them and everybody involved. Um, again. Graduation coming up, we we'll went through that. All right. You ready for this? Ready?
1: I'm ready for this.
0: Okay. Every four years, we elect a President of the United States Republican, Democrat, whichever one happens to be there at a particular moment. At the inauguration, the President puts his hand on the Bible and swears in front of the entire nation that they will defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, that's not happening. Our country, as we know it, is being invaded. day before yesterday, I believe it was, Rick, Title 42, a COVID-placed program, um, it expired. Ever since the expiration of Title 42, there's been a mass influx. Uh, thousands of people entering our country illegally. You call them what you want. If you don't like the word illegally, too bad, because that's exactly what's happening. They are here illegally. They are not supposed to be here. And they're doing it, Rick, with the help of our government. Yep. I've I seen a... Uh, i seen an article or I watched TV the other day and seen a newscast about a member of the DHS and the Mexican authorities are working together to steer people away from where Texas DPS and the National Guard work. They are aiding in this program of these people illegally entering our country. They're not supposed to be here. That's what borders are for.
1: When there's a law and somebody violates that law, they're a criminal. When somebody aids and abets them, that's aiding and abetting the criminal activity. Right now, I'm sorry to say, our government is run by a bunch of criminals who are aiding and abetting other criminals. There's just, there's no other way to slice it. And there's no nice way of saying it. I'm sorry. There's just no nice way of saying it.
0: And and what they're doing is they are bussing people from the border in the middle of the night. They're either bussing them or putting them on planes, taking them to another part of the country, dropping them off in a city, and saying, "Here, you take care of them. They're your problem now." Chicago and New York City's already declared a state of emergency because of it. Um, they are throwing people out of hotels. And they're putting people up in luxury hotels. They're putting illegals up in hotels. Right there, hotel upstate New York hotel begins kicking homeless veterans from their properties to make room for migrants being bussed to the region from New York from New York City. The homeless veterans, many Vietnam era veterans, were receiving temporary shelter in the hotels to the efforts of nonprofits. And now they're being told, get out of here. We're we're making room for illegals that aren't supposed to be here. Anyways, too bad that you're a vet who risk your life so that somebody can come along and destroy it. I, I have been so mad about things that are happening in our country right now. These people, we don't know who's coming in. We know that there's fentanyl coming in from the border, killing our people, not theirs, ours. Our people are dying daily because of drugs brought in through the southern border. Fact check me, I dare you. I'm sorry. I'm I'm get I was a whole lot upset about this yesterday. My daughter asked me. She goes, Dad, please don't get too political because it gets real ugly when you do that. Well, I can't help it. You know what? I'm tired of it, Rick. I'm tired of hundreds it, of it's thousands. It's not political,
1: but it's not political. Exactly, it's, it's fact. It's constitutional. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Right. Political is my party versus your party. What we're faced with right now is the United States versus socialism. You can't have both. You cannot have a socialist government and still be the United States that our founders established in 1776 in 1791 right. it, it just won't happen and, and, that's, and it, that's not a political statement it's just a statement of fact
0: and, and it goes back to the question that you asked Rick are we still a constitutional republic and is the constitution of the United States still the law of the land every day every day our, our rights are being trampled on whether it's freedom of speech whether it's Second Amendment's totally under under fire. And I hope to have some people on from the NRA to discuss that particular point. But every day Christianity, you know, if you don't believe in God, fine. That's fine. That's your business. That that has that's fine. I I, I know several people who don't believe in it, and that's fine. But Christianity is under fire people do not want us to believe in our God. They want us to believe in what they believe in, which is not going to happen. The government wants to take our guns away from us. And everybody knows that the criminals are not going to say, Oh, we can't go in there, Rick. The guns aren't allowed. You know that. What was you thinking? They're not going to do that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's rather irritating to watch the amount of people um, exactly. Any public official who utters the words gun control or gun ban shall be automatically and immediately removed from office or violating their oath to uphold and defend the Constitution, i.e. the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not, not be infringed on. And that's what they're trying to do every day, is infringe on our rights to carry weapons you know, I've been carrying a weapon, Rick, since 1981.
1: Uh-huh, I got you beat. I've been yeah, carrying it mean, since 1965.
0: Right. And I'm not a bad person.
1: Nope.
0: I'm not a bad person at all.
1: But here's here's the thing. I, I I took the explanation of the Second Amendment. and I, Well, I mean, I took the Second Amendment, and I went through it, and I the words that the founders used. And I transposed in the definery, dictionary definitions of what they said. And here's what that, they said. Is that up It is necessary to maintain the security and freedom of the communities of the people dwelling within the territories of the United States of America. Every able-bodied citizen must be well-armed, well-supplied, and well-trained to defend our homeland from invasion by foreign forces or from an oppressive government. Therefore, the inalienable right of the people granted by the creator and not subject to the limitation by the government to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, limited, restricted, violated, defeated, invalidated, or encroached upon in any way. That's what the Second Amendment says. And you
0: cannot get any more clear than that right there. But they're trying to they're trying to roundabout us, to try to go underneath us somewhere along the line and encroach, in, you know, on our rights to keep and bear arms, and that's, that's not all of it.
1: How about the First Amendment?
0: I, I will say First, that's not that's what I will say. The First not Amendment
1: all. Guarant, the First Amendment guarantees us the right to practice our religion the way we see fit, and the fact that the city council is prohibited by a bunch of leftists from reciting the Lord's Prayer that doesn't hurt anybody. They're prohibited from reciting the Lord's Prayer by what they refer to as the separation of church and state, which is not any place in the Constitution. You will not find that precept anywhere in the Constitution. The Constitution says that that Congress shall not tell you where to go to church. That's all That's all it says. Congress shall not tell you where to go to church. Exactly. They, they can't tell you that you can't. They can't tell you you can't pray in public. They can't tell you you can't pray in city hall. When, when our first Congress was installed in their offices, the very first act of business that they did as a group was go to church. And now we're not allowed to even recite the Lord's Prayer in a city hall? Come on. Oh, well, I'm
0: sorry. Uh, right, exactly. And the sad part about it is that every everything that, you know, people people say that, it, well, you know, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, vote them out. Okay. Well, we have a whole year left until we vote a new president in, and between now and then, our country's going straight to anyway. double hockey sticks. And, and and there's nothing we can do about it between now and then. because well, it, but, but,
1: but voting them out doesn't change anything, because we have a corrupt Supreme Court that is making up stuff and forcing their opinions on us that have absolutely no basis in the Constitution. Well, I, I, so I read a instead, instead, instead of sitting there changing the Constitution, why don't they read it? Uh, speaking of man, You, you speaking and I are on the that, same boat. You and I are on the same boat because I read a thing where it says of that, it doesn't need to be rewritten. Just, let me pull up something here. Uh, um. Clicking on the wrong button here. Where's the one? Here's the one I want. Boom. Right there. Ancient Israel had a constitution that God gave them. It's called the Torah. And the Torah was, in fact, the the constitution for ancient Israel. When a new king took office, he was required to make for himself a handwritten copy of the Torah. Read it every day and keep it with him at all times. Wouldn't it be nice if any person who takes an oath of office to uphold and defend the Constitution was required to write a handwritten copy of that Constitution and keep it with him at all times and read it every day? Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah, but
0: you know you, you know how many would do it. Uh,
1: yeah. The, the same number as the ones who now... Take an oath before God to uphold and defend the Constitution, and then do everything they can to destroy it.
0: Hold on a second. Yeah, and and, that, and that's what's that, that's what's sad about this whole thing
1: is, is the, the fact that they stand up
0: there. Do what?
1: Has the hate mail started yet?
0: No, not okay. yet. If, if it, right. it does, if it it'll, does, it'll come. <laughs> you know that's, that that's on them. I have a right as an American citizen of the First Amendment, I think, to say what I've got to say. I, and I'm, I'm not be smudging anybody or smirking anybody or whatever you want to call it. I'm just telling the facts. I'm sick and tired. Of, I, we, we are being invaded. Yeah, we are being invaded. And there's not a thing we are allowed to do about it. You know, I mean, we have people aren't even safe in their homes on their properties, walking down the street. The cities, you know, and, and the cities are alive with the, the crime rates through the roof. People are dying. People are, Scott's on, thank goodness, Scott's, Scott Heckert's on, even Scott. People are dying on subways. People are dying walking, a pe- lady walking in through the through this train station. Guy walks up and clocks her and kicks her. And just beat her half to death, and a guy walked up like he was going to help, her. and the guy turned around. The guy took off running. I'd have been all over him like nobody's business.
1: Yeah, and and here's the thing: the Supreme Court, in their in, in their undying hypocrisy, have stated that law enforcement officers have no responsibility to protect and defend. Their only responsibility is after the fact to arrest the criminals and turn them over to the court. Now, there have been two major U.S. Supreme Court decisions that upheld that decision. So that means if the police aren't required to protect and defend, the Second Amendment then goes into play and we are, as individual citizens, allowed to and required to protect and defend each other. It's our responsibility. I've been carrying a sidearm since nineteen sixty five. And I'm gonna tell you what, I've never had to fire it at anybody. I've drawn it a couple of times when I was a police officer. I was a cop for seven years. I've had to draw a couple of times, but I've never had to fire my service weapon.
0: Can, can you can you see what Scott wrote?
1: I can't I can't read it from here.
0: We must take back our country.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen no. brother
0: Scott, I don't know how much you've listened, but we were talking about our country being invaded by hundreds of thousands of illegal people who are not supposed to be here, who are not supposed to be in our country. Am I am I anti-immigration? Oh No, do it right. Our schools, our hospitals, our streets, our shelters, everything is being overloaded by things that we cannot as a country physically handle. Because we can't even take care of the people we have. We have veterans sleeping on the streets. People who have given everything that they can give to fight for our country. To be told, you know what, that's not good enough. Somebody from another country wants your your, uh, room. Get out of here. People, enough is enough is enough. It's time we take control. And Am I advocating violence? Never. Never. Violence is not the answer ever. And so don't somebody put on there, oh, Bob Mercer's advocating violence. No, I'm not. And, and, and I, will, I will debate every day on that. All I'm saying is somewhere along the line, this has got to stop. And it's got to stop like within now. Because we have people, I mean, they're finding dead bodies. Trafficked children. Children being trafficked by the cartels.
1: Children not- and children. It's just not the cartels. At, at that's our neighborhood watch meeting Thursday night, we had a detective in there who is the sheriff department's representative to the multi-agency um, task force for the exploitation of children. And he was telling us the mountain... Of child pornography that he has to sift through to write warrants to arrest these people. Right. That's in Wood County. Right. But my point being, Rick, is these people
0: are bringing these kids in and these families yeah. in. They're putting them to work yep. to pay off some imaginary debt. And then they keep adding interest to it. These people will never get out of this. You know, the last I understood
1: slavery in America was illegal that's not slavery that's indentured servitude that's different. well
0: you know what it's slavery right yeah and it is.
1: you're right it's you're illegal right.
0: it's illegal it, it is illegal but it's happening right under their noses it's sad that people work all their lives veterans and are turned down for everything the illegals come here get everything they want or don't want but it's all free absolutely wrong you're right scott these people do not care they don't care about our country we have them from Mexico, Guatemala, um, El Salvador, Honduras. How do these people get to where they need to be? And
1: how do I, I these read an article. Show as, I read an article just yesterday that that um, uh, the the reporter, I think it was an, an AP, I think it was an AP re, uh, report. Um, he found twenty five thousand Haitians being. Escorted around all the checkpoints by the border patrol. Exactly what I'm saying. Twenty-five patients.
0: But 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 who's telling them to do this? That they are being told to do this by somebody.
1: Well, of course, and it's crazy. It's crazy. That's right. They work. They work for the government. And, They're and doing that under the under the orders of the White House.
0: I, I, they they were showing them. They were showing a thing, a live a live shot from El Paso, Texas this morning. Oh my. And the reporter had a bunch of illegals behind him. And he said, he goes, You can see behind me we have we, we have some who are trying to figure out their next move in America. Trying to figure out their next move in America. Go back yeah. to where you came from, I'm sorry. Our economy, you know, we we have every day foreign countries buying farmland. People are going, well, I wonder what they're buying that for. Well, think about it. If if somebody in China owns property in the Midwest farming, and they say, you know what? You cannot put food in there. What's going to happen eventually? We're going to have so many people in this country. I mean we, people are leaving people are leaving California by droves. That's places place is becoming yeah. Scott Bayo, you know who Scott Bayo is, Chachi yeah. and you know, yeah. He he moved his family to Florida because he said California's becoming a third world country. Yeah. That's sad. It you is. know, growing up, me, you, Scott, everybody Yeah, I know Amanda, but it's just the way the way I talk. Um, but we didn't deal with this stuff. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that there was people coming here, you know, but not hundreds of thousands, 1.5 million point They don't know where they're at or who they are. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many terrorists have they caught at the border? How many dr- thousands of pounds of fentanyl have they found that's going to kill our people? You know, if you're going to stand up in front of America and say, I, your job as president technically the safety and security of the people of the United States of America. And it's not happening because why? Because he has a bunch of incompetent boobs that don't know. I mean, they put Kamala Harris in charge. She's the czar. She's the, border, the border czar. And she's, and she's, never, she's never been there. To the border. She's never been there. She's the border czar. And she's never been there. And then they're trying to talk about, well, this is who we are as a nation. Okay. You know, I'll I'll give them that we are a compassionate nation, but compassion goes so far, folks. It only goes so far. And, you know, if there's a flood, a tsunami, an earthquake, hurricane, whatever, and the people, the United States is the first to give. You know, people come together and they send things to people that need them. But right now, we, as an Americans, are sending $400 billion to Ukraine. I'm not sure what what value that country has to the United States. I'm not up on that one. I don't know. But we have people here starving to death. We have people here flooding our borders. $400 billion. Oh, my God, Rick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, it's, uh, it's
0: absolutely nuts and you know I, I, I'm not sure how much more the American people
1: can take well I I, I, I saw another article and I I'm, I'm, forgive me if I get the numbers wrong but two years ago America's debt was something like 20 trillion dollars this month is 31 trillion dollars guess who's in charge of that
0: yeah hmm right. But, they, but see, they think that's all good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they think that us letting these hundreds of thousands of people come into our country for no particular reason is compassionate. Yeah. No. Why? Because these people are on the streets. You got that right, Scott. We must take care of our own. Absolutely. And well, we're here, not. Here's
1: take, the thing. If we don't going, take care of our own first, we won't be able to take care of anybody else. If I don't take take care of my family first, how in the world can I help take care of my neighbor? Exactly. But you know what gets me? I I think
0: about when I was growing up, Rick, and you probably heard this too, because I think you and I talked about it during one of our many coffee times we've had together, talking stuff. My my grandfather telling me, and I I think it it was one of the guys, it was Russia, We will take the United States without firing a shot. Wow, that's bold.
1: That's if I remember right, that was Nikita Khrushchev that said that.
0: Thank you. That's who it was. I believe that's who it was. Yeah, and and you know, I can remember, I can remember as a kid, my grandfather telling me that. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, there is no way on God's earth that this country will allow that to happen. Well, we have people coming in that we don't know who they are. We don't know where they're from. We know people hate us. We're begging—I mean, we're begging people for oil. They're telling us, "Yeah." What's going on? If you're going to stand in front of millions of Americans and tell them, "I pledge to defend the Constitution, of the United States, from all enemies, foreign and domestic," I got to do it. Yeah. Don't tell me that. Then the next day, say um, all the border. The border is open. Um, we're not. We're going to quit building a wall. Uh, all these people come in. We're going to set them up in some of the nicest hotels and motels in New York City. Rick were destroyed. Yeah, were destroyed.
1: I'm sorry. You can build a mansion, fill it with pigs, and it'll become a pig pen. And
0: and, 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 and I'm not saying
1: with, that people are pigs. I'm just saying that they they treat the property like pigs. And and, and yesterday. Yesterday,
0: Joe Biden was doing a, a commemoration speech, one of the colleges. Yeah. He said, and I quote, white supremacy is the most dangerous threat to America. Yeah. No, he is. He, <laughs> he could care less. Why? Because he doesn't have to deal with it. He sends him to Chicago. He sends him to... He sends them to New York. He sends them all over the place. And then they whine when Texas and Florida sends them up to Delaware and places where they live. They whine about it because, oh my God, how racist can you people be? Oh, you know, Rick and I had a whole program. We were going to continue on the Phelps Tabner House, which we'll probably do next week. But I have been so mad about what's been going on that we just, we trashed everything. Right. M- M- Amanda says exact The illegals are complaining about the food that we're giving them to them free.
1: Yeah.
0: And some of them were complaining about the accommodations. Really? Go back and sleep in the desert. You know, and these poor little kids. Oh my God, what are the, what are people thinking? Bringing these kids that long of a trip through the desert. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable. I, there is just so much. Rick, Rick, we could talk for hours.
1: Oh yeah, and, and but to, one of the things that they're doing with these kids, they're bringing the kids in, and then smuggling them back out, turning them over to a other people to bring them in as their children again. And, and those children are just in, in a loop coming in, being smuggled back out and turning back in. And, and this is my family. I got to bring them in.
0: Well, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if the state of West Virginia has a contingency plan in case it starts happening. I'm not sure if it is or not. Again, we'll not discuss the picture because yep. we haven't verified that picture. But at the same time, I don't know, you know, I, I asked the mayor if we had one. And we need to, we need to really take a look at this and tell them, look, yeah, it's not that we're trying to be not compassionate and not caring, but we have enough to deal with, with our people. We have to take care of our people. And then, and only then, when we take care of our people, will we stop and look at you and say, okay what can we do to help you as long as you're a legal alien you know and they don't want you to call them homeless anymore they're unhoused they're not illegals anymore they're immigrants no they're not they're illegals and they're
1: homeless they're, they're undocumented immigrant they're undocumented immigrants Aliens. and the guy down the street who's selling heroin is an undocumented pharmacist
0: and and, and, and it all comes back and it's destroying our country from within. Yeah. Our country is being destroyed from within, and we get to sit back and watch the final final outcome of it. You know, we have we have some fine people. Our law enforcement, that their power, their power is slowly being taken away from them. Yeah, it is. And then you have these bleeding heart district attorneys who say, you know what? I understand that you killed three people, to we're, we're going to plea bargain it down to misdemeanor jaywalking since you accidentally ran into them with your car five yeah. times.
1: Well, mm. I, I, I saw an article recently about the number of retail stores that are closing in San Francisco. Now, I worked in San Francisco for 35 years. It was a beautiful place when I was working there. But I saw a picture the other day of a guy taking a dump behind a clothes rack in a clothing store. Now, and it's the other thing is the district attorney for the city and county of San Francisco has decided that he will not prosecute any shoplifter for less than $1,000 of stolen product. And then that you have to Right. That means if you live in San Francisco, you can walk into any store you want, pick out $995 worth of merchandise, walk out with it and they can't say a word to you about it. Stores can't do that so they're closing.
0: And then what's what's the what did they say to that if you, you know, and when they prosecute you have to stop and take a look did, did they need that stuff? You know well, what? I, I need paid, a lot of things, but I pay. For I
1: needed a fifty-seven-inch color TV. Pe- people walking in there,
0: busting jewelry, jewelry um, counters, busting them, taking yep. hundreds of thousand. They don't need that stuff. Nope. They don't, they don't need 55, 60 sixty-inch screen TVs. They don't need it.
1: Nope.
0: You know our country. Our country's in bad shape, people. We have to get responsible leaders in the places that we need responsible leaders. And I'm not just saying this, but we have one of them in District 13, and that, that's no lie. That yeah. man, that man Mr. will tell. Mr. Heckert. Mr. Hecker He will absolutely, he, he doesn't care who he ticks off. That man will put it right on you and tell you how it is. And I appreciate him for that. I appreciate our law enforcement officers trying under the most difficult circumstances.
1: For full disclosure. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, you know. We've, we've got to do something. We have got to do something about taking back our country. Again, not by force, because I do not advocate for us, and I will not tolerate anybody saying, he said that. No, I didn't, because I'm, I got it on tape. We keep tapes of this stuff, so don't tell me I'm advocating violence. I'm just saying it's time to put responsible leaders where they need to be, stop this stuff. Build the border wall. Stop the people from coming in here illegally. Find the ones who got away. Sanctuary cities, Rick, are whining because there are people there. They're whining. Now but they're sanctuary cities because that's what they asked for.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm finished. I, 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 don't, I don't care if you got an R or a D or an I after your name. If you're running per, for public office and you're a jerk, get out of the way. You exactly know, but let me let me swing this around just a little bit because um, you know I'm feeling kind of down. I want to bring it up just a little bit. <clears throat> Here's another article from the Associated Press headline: Judge rules that banning gun sales to young Americans under 21 is unconstitutional. Finally, Richmond, Virginia, a federal judge in Virginia has ruled that a law banning licensed federal firearms dealers from selling handguns to young adults under 21 violates the Second Amendment and is unconstitutional. The ruling Wednesday, that's this past Wednesday, by U.S. District Court Judge Robert Payne in Richmond, if not overturned, would allow dealers to sell handguns to 18 to 20-year-olds. In a 71-page ruling, Payne wrote that many of the rights and responsibilities of citizenship are granted at the age of 18, including the right to vote, enlist in the military without parental permission, and serve on a federal jury. Now during the height of the Vietnam War, when the conflict it was a war, I was a hospital corpsman at the Naval Hospital in Guang. Every day we received three count them three C one hundred forty one cargo planes full of wounded veterans. Are, are wounded soldiers, wounded warriors who were who were wounded in a war for no other reason than it was good for America's, America's economy for us to be at war. These young people, the vast majority were 17, 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. Very, very few were over 20 years old. And they didn't now, have a choice. Now, that's the thing. If a young person is old enough to be forced by his government to go fight in a war that nobody once fought anyway, that person is old enough to be able to buy a handgun and to protect and serve on the streets of our city. Well, And frankly, you know, I'm damn proud of our local law enforcement who lets 18-year-olds protect and serve. Exactly. exactly. End of sermon.
0: Thank you, sir. And that, that, that says it all right there, people. All right. Whatever good it may do, get a hold of your senators, your congressmen. And s- start flooding them with opposition to what they're doing to our country. Because they're sure in the heck not helping us out at all. Have you guys, well I know you have, grocery, grocery prices through the damn roof. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy now they're you know they raise everything they're trying to do away with gas natural gas they're trying to they're trying to make this new green deal you know what take that new green deal and mm-hmm. there send it away because you know what we don't want it we don't want your crap let's see I can't remember what bill number it was but there was a bill passed during banning sanctuary cities thank you He's going to get the number. And thank you, Scott, for everything you do. And yes, I, Rick and I both sincerely mean that. Thank you for everything that you do. I was so tickled to death when that man went to Charleston. I, I, I yeah. didn't know what to do. I, I thought, <laughs> thank God we're going to have somebody with some common sense.
1: Yeah. There we so, go.
0: but anyway, this conversation is not over, this conversation will be continued. This conversation, you're going to hear a lot more from me. Why? Because I'm mad. I'm mad watching my country go to hell in a handbasket. I'm 62 years old, people. You know, I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. My daughters, my granddaughters, my nieces, my cousins, their families are going to suffer at the very hands of what is starting right now our kids' kids' kids are going to suffer under oppression. And if you don't like what I said, what was that you said, Rick? There's an
1: on and off button? Yeah, there's, there's an off button. Because I you don't know, care. We're, we're, not, we're not making you win. We wish you would. We wish we would. And, and if you have a, a legitimate, intelligent, opposing, com, you know, uh, concept, then bring it. Well, listen. We'll, we'll even bring you on. And let you talk. We'll let you talk. Tell it's, us what. Tell, right. yeah. tell, tell us why it's right. Yeah. Tell us what. You tell us why it's right, right
0: to, for hundreds of thousands of people to invade our country, and we can't do nothing about it. And the taxpayers' money is taken care of them. When we have people dying on our streets that are Americans, we have veterans who have to sit outside in the cold. No, no, that's that's just not the way. That's not my America, people. That's not my America. And I will not sit by any longer and keep my mouth shut and watch this happen to our people while other people come in here with our tax monies and being put in luxury hotels, fed the very best, clothed. No, no more. No more. You have anything else, Rick?
1: I think I'm worn out for the day.
0: Well, you know, Rick... We'll pick up again some other time. (laughs) Rick and I have totally been on board with this thing today. Rick has thought about it all day. And Rick has wasn't sure what was going to happen tonight because I don't. Folks, I try to be really calm, cool and collect, but this stuff is making me so mad that you have people in in Washington, D.C. sitting there going, the border is secure. All is well, people do not panic we, the government of the United States of America, have it under control. No, you don't. No, you don't. It's going to take our state, every state in the Union, to stand up and say, okay, here's how it's going to be, people. Here's what's going to happen. Make that happen, people.
1: And there's something called the Tenth Amendment. The Tenth Amendment says any authority not specifically granted in the constitution to the federal government remains with the state
0: and they don't
1: we got to use the 10th amendment to take our country back
0: we got they they don't they don't think we should play that way yeah all right i'm done me too and i appreciate everybody i appreciate you being here appreciate you listening to us we're not done Uh, listen to Dan Bongino on Sunday nights. That man is one of the most intelligent people. And and he knows from fact. He's not pretending. He knows.
1: He does his research.
0: He does his research. And that's why Rick and I decided not to use a picture that was sent to me today because we've not verified it. And once we do, and if it's what you think it is, then we will let you know what what we're going to do with it. So, Remember, this is our country. We, the people of the United States of America, that's us. That's not them. That's us. That piece of paper guides everything that the United States government should and will do. Because these people work for us. We don't work for them. They work for us. But they act like we are their servants And everything that they do for us is an entitlement, even though we're forced into Social Security, blah, blah, blah. I could go on. I'm not going to do that because I could sit here for hours and go on. I am (laughs) so ticked off. I'm going to go have me a glass of tea. And if you got something to say, I'm listening. I absolutely will listen, and I will absolutely answer it as honestly as I can. If not, I will find somebody who knows the answer, and I know a lot of people. So don't get all up in a high horse. Don't get all telling me that I'm such a bad person because no, I'm not. I'm just a fed up American. I'm a fed up American who has watched this stuff on, and there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So work with me, work with Scott, work with Rick, work with our senators, work with people who care, work with them. And remember Rick, those who keep looking down always miss the rainbow and the silver lining. So remember, folks, keep looking up.
1: The 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 that's all, folks.